In your quest for success, you might lose many things, but you must never lose your focus. Life is an endless game of distractions falling over themselves to attract you, and what you allow into your space grows. There are many things that take our attention away from the important things these days and this makes our work sloppy and full of mistakes. How well you pay attention determines just how successful you will be at a certain task. It just might be the difference between a win and a loss. This tidbit identifies all the mistakes you keep making, debunks the many myths about focus and offers tips on how to increase your attention span while working toward your life's goals. Keep reading to find out why focus can be the one reason you break all the barriers you never even knew existed. The world is full of distractions and the only way to thrive is to pay attention. Information consumes the attention of its recipients. Hence, a wealth of information creates a poverty of attention. Tilda Herbert Simon. The science of attention has found more importance as the years go by. There are now more texts to reply, more calls to return and more games to win. Poor attention skills have been shown to produce poor results, because the less attention you pay to the important things, the more distracted you are. Attention, like a muscle, needs to be exercised regularly, if not, it withers. Some basic mental operations that are involved when we pay attention are, comprehension memory learning reading emotions and smooth interaction. Attention is an underrated asset in navigating through life. And a well-lived life demands the proper use of these kinds of focus. Inner focus, this attunes us to our intuitions, guiding values and better decisions. Other focus, this smoothens our connections to other people in our lives. Outer focus, this helps us cope in the larger world. When you find a balance, you'll gain more satisfaction from life. Attention connects you to the world and defines the type of experience you get from every encounter. With the current advancements in technology and the widespread use of phones and other gadgets, there is a low attention span and a major disruption in human interaction. This is alarming because emotional and social learning occurs through contact and interaction. Human relationships demand joint attention from all the parties involved and this involves wading through all the distractions that come your way. This is no easy feat, as it gets harder by the day for people to leave their phones and other gadgets alone for even a short while. There's the urge to check messages and view notifications at the detriment of their jobs or education. This hampers efficiency and leads to terrible mistakes. A good way to keep your attention flow active is to switch up on routines and do the things you love. Distractions can be of two varieties, sensory distraction, this distraction is easy to notice. Emotional distraction, it is loaded with signals that are harder to ignore and affects attention reflexively. The emotional distraction is the biggest distraction for even those who are very focused. Sometimes, when a distracting thought occurs, it helps you think through the difficult moments. The dividing line between productive reflection and fruitless thinking lies in the outcome of both. If it produces a solution, then it is productive. Attention is a limited capacity, and the more your focus is disrupted, the more mistakes you are likely to make. The best way to remain in a chosen course is to pay strong selective attention. Many times, what we need to keep our focus going is a flow of attention which can only be obtained while you do the things that you love. The pleasure you get from these activities is important fuel for the flow. If you discover that what you are doing doesn't give you enough push to do more, you could change jobs to something that challenges your creativity and abilities. This ensures you turn your full focus to what makes you a better person. 
19th-century French mathematicians Henri Poincaré and Carl Gauss both experienced sudden insight in their research after years of searching for a solution. This shows how the brain is capable of bringing something to your attention when something unexpected happens. When you pay voluntary attention, make choices, and exercise willpower, it is the top-down mind at work. But reflexive attention, impulse, and habit are functions of the bottom-up mind. The difference between success and failure lies in your ability to control your wandering mind. Attention is not the only way to achieve set goals or solve problems. Many times, it is necessary for the mind to wander, that is, it could be a positive thing. It is impossible to control how often your mind wanders, but it is possible to seize any opportunity to wander toward your goals. Mind wandering promotes creativity and makes room for insights. It also improves self-reflection, reduces complexities, and births creative ideas. Many times when we daydream or allow the mind to wander, we are exploring three stages of focus, orienting, in this stage, you search out and immerse yourself in different kinds of input. Selective attention, here, there's a focus on one specific challenge. Open awareness, in this stage, there's a free association to let the solution emerge. At any given time, there are so many ideas and possible solutions the mind can think up, but this is not likely to happen if you are too focused or even too distracted to notice insights. Allowing your mind to wander in a safe space is also an important factor that determines how creative your thoughts will be. However, a constant wandering of the mind, especially when there's a task at hand can be a reason for foul mood and unhappiness. Many times, when we are away from a focused activity, the mind wanders even farther to the default zone where you begin to see yourself as lacking in different areas of life. Catching a wandering mind is difficult even when you are determined to because it is not easy to notice the mind has wandered. To be able to control mind wandering, there's a need for panoramic awareness, the practice of staying in the present, which lets you attend to issues as they arise hence decreasing wandering such that it only occurs when you want it to. Although it takes a lot of effort for the mind to focus on a task, with practice, it is possible. Just like a muscle, it is possible for the mind to get tense and fatigued especially when you push it to the point of cognitive exhaustion. There's a need to take a break, unplug and relax the mind while making a deliberate switch from effortful to effortless attention. All the things you do not know about yourself are the reasons why you are not where you want to be. The ability to believe in your values even when things are not going right is an important skill in life. Self-awareness means you understand yourself, you can make sense of your feelings and bodily cues. Knowing yourself is the key to managing yourself. There are two major streams of self-awareness, me, this builds narratives about the past and the future. It links experiences. I, belongs to the present moment. It isn't enough to be self-aware or to see yourself in a positive light. The way others see you also offer a valid evaluation of your true self because not everyone will view you in the same way you view yourself. The gap between how other people view you and your own opinion about yourself is the real you. The different opinions that people have of themselves and each other informs decisions that are made in a group. This diversity in opinions makes decisions better. A lot of things constantly battle for your attention but they don't all deserve it. Choose the important things and stick to them. One important tool in self-management is the ability to selectively pay attention to important issues and ignore the others. The level of attention you pay regulates your emotions at every given time. 
Focus holds the key to willpower and is responsible for the choices we make, whether or not you will make that investment or walk up to that other person you've liked for years. Many times, your willpower is the reason you choose to do some activities and leave others. When this happens, the following occurs, voluntary disengagement from a powerful stimulus. Strong resistance to the stimulus. Focus on future goals. Most times, there is the fear that things will not turn out great. The ability to quickly notice and douse this fear by renewing focus on the goal depends on how self-aware you are. At every point, the selective attention and open attention fight for your focus. Staying in either extreme makes it difficult to remain self-aware. Memorization and concentration work the attention muscle and improve your ability to focus, but there is no guarantee that the focus stays glued to that spot. The ability to bring back your wandering attention is a skill that is indispensable. In life's journey, you need other people, but they need to know that you understand them most of the time. Being able to read emotional cues that others show is a great way to understand them. However, it can also be a major cause of issues in human relationships if not properly handled. The ability to read emotional signals that others let on is the height of cognitive empathy. It means you have taken in the other person's perspective, you understand their mental state, and you can successfully manage your emotions. Even when you understand what the other person feels, you may not feel the same way they feel, or even care for them. While it is important to understand others, it is also important to empathize and act on all the nonverbal cues they show. An important way to ensure you do things that not only puts people at ease but tries to solve their problems is to be sensitive to your environment. There is a need to study your environment and culture regularly to be properly attuned and to avoid mistakes. Throughout life, systems exist and they do not go away just because you are not aware of them. Things do not just happen on their own accord but are caused by other pre-existing systems. The future is unpredictable, but you can take each moment as it comes and make it count. Old tricks do not produce new results, you need to figure out what you're doing wrong and fix it. The myth of practicing for 10,000 hours to become a professional in a particular field has been spread for so many generations that it has become the focus of every amateur. Unfortunately, this is not completely true. If you repeat the wrong thing for 10,000 hours, you only get proficient at doing the wrong thing. Hours of practice are necessary for a great performance but definitely not sufficient. The difference between mediocre and great performances is the level of attention you pay while practicing. A great way to assess how well you are performing is to have feedback from family, friends, or even a mirror. This points out the error in your practice and informs you of the areas you need improvement. Sometimes, even when you focus your attention on doing that one thing you want to be perfect in, you can get tired. At this point, you need rest because you can only perform optimally when you have full concentration. As is obvious in almost every setting, phones have replaced human interaction. Everything you need can be found online, and to a large extent, this is really beneficial to us. But in the long run, this makes the brain lazy, as there is no connection that face-to-face -face interaction brings. Developed countries of the world have adopted the social-emotional learning program in their schools to teach students how to be present in conversations and real-life situations while improving their self-control and health. Successful leadership requires that you expand your horizons and go the extra mile. Attention at work has limited capacity as there are different stimuli to deal with at the same time. So, the focus is only on the things that have meaning. Good leadership depends on the following, the ability to focus your own attention. 
The ability to attract and direct the attention of others. Getting and keeping the attention of others. To be able to achieve these, you need to think differently from how others would likely think by seeking new information while exploring undiscovered grounds. Your level of self-awareness also determines how well you can manage yourself, your emotional health and how you deal with others. This, in turn, determines just how much influence you will have on others. Having a high IQ does not automatically make you a leader. Rather, self-discipline, empathy, and your ability to persuade others are the qualities people want to see in their chosen leader. Being a leader also requires balance. There are so many things to do at the same time, you need to find a middle ground. This requires constant focus. Some ideas that will enable you to connect better with others are, listen to your inner voice. Coach others, show them concern. Pay attention to others. Listen to them and be empathic. Listen to advice from others because you don't know it all. Conclusion. Extraordinary results only come when you make a move that's way above average. Be the person who pays attention to the little things and watch your life change positively. You might get tired, but instead of quitting, learn to rest by letting your mind wander. You'll find that this will unearth hidden answers. Success doesn't come easy, but the journey can be worth your while if you focus on doing the things that you love and thinking beyond the present as a leader, student, or even a parent. Paying attention will help you achieve your dreams, and can change your life in more ways than you can dare to imagine. Feedback is important in order to make the right changes in your routine. Request feedback from family or friends regarding an activity you are passionate about and focus on making the necessary changes.